Hello guys and gals, how you doing? Today I'll be talking about an awesome way to start your free podcast, and I mean free, no catch, no gimmicks. It's totally free, easy to edit, easy to record, and easy to promote and monetize your podcast. It's called Anchor.fm, and I highly recommend you guys and gals, check it out, and start your own podcast, let your voice be heard. And also, don't forget to listen to Wild Dog Podcasts, and tell them that I sent you and that you hear it from me. So you get more people to join Anchor.fm. You will not be disappointed because they will also put your podcast in other platforms and then make it very, very much easier for you. Have a great day, everybody. Hey, everyone. Today I'll be talking about the movie The Devil's Reign. And, um... Let's talk a little bit more about this movie. Um, the movie's about this family called the Prestons, right? And um, they have this book that belongs to a devil cult, le- cult leader played by Ernest Borgnine. And the character he plays is Corbis, who's, who's that's the name of the devil cult leader. And he really wants this book back because it gives him like power and stuff. But it's more than, than a book that will give him power. It's a book that was actually stolen from him from his followers in the past. You will see like a flashback story in this movie how that happened to him. But you know, it's pretty much Corbett's taking away people away from his family and ripping their souls out pretty much. Now remember at that time special effects was old school, you know? So if they did a movie like this today, I guarantee you Corbett, the way the way the gangster way like that, how he is to me, he's gangster. I would say, like if Corbin's wanted to, he could go down there and rip them apart, shred to shred, if he wants to. But I believe that there's laws you have to follow. Your faith against his faith. And William Shatner, who played one of the Preston family members, would have to go up against him, you know, and try to get his family members back. Well, in the beginning of this movie, Corbin won. He defeated William Shatner's character. You know, because he really did have faith in his God against Corbett's faith against with Satan. You know, and then once Corbett's got him, you know, and got his soul also, there's one more member of the Preston's family that he would have to go get to get complete his revenge. But he really needs his book. So one of the surviving Preston family members happened to be Tom Selleckit. This is one of his earlier movies, and his he has a wife who's also who's like psychic. He's like a a parapsychologist, I would say, as him, his wife, and Eddie Albert, his, I think, I think it's his professor, if I'm corrected, would have to battle against Corbis. Well, Corbis kidnaps Tom Surrogate's wife, and then that's when Tom Surrogate, Tom Surrogate, excuse me, his character, would have to go up against Corbis and stop him and stop his devil's reign. And devil's reign is like this blue urn, I would say, that keeps. This is the way that Corbis keeps all his souls in, you know. And besides that, um, I don't want to spoil too much moments in this movie, but let me explain the flashback also. The flashback is pretty much his followers, they worship the devil, they go through Corbis, you know, that's their cult leader. Suddenly there was witch hunters, and they, they ratted out on Corbis, they stole his book, and Corbis found out who, who, who betrayed him. So, Corbett died, the Prestons gets the book for many, many centuries, and you can, 
and you can understand why Corbis is pissed off, you know? Because when you get betrayed, you be pissed off too, people. And I'm not with the side of the evil, evil villain in this movie, but at the same time, you can understand where he's coming from. I mean, come on, you betrayed me. I'm going to fuck you up. Because, you know, he's doing what these people want. You want to make a pact with the devil? I'll give you what you need. You want money? You want power? But at, at the end of the day, you got to give me your soul, you know? But, um, yeah, that's what happened. Pretty much shit happens. Um, yeah, but growing up in this movie, man, The, the Devil's Reign, this movie kind of was, was kind of scary, though. Because this is the way to set the movie up, in my opinion. And I, I thought the setting was good. It was low budget. You know, it was a low budget movie. For its time, of course, but um, it's still I feel like this movie does stand out to this day. Anyway, the Devil's Reign, I say check it out, definitely without a doubt. Peace, guys. See you later. Hey everyone, what's up? Today I'll be talking about the Fog remake from 2005. And before people judge me the wrong way, without doubt, the original will always be the best. I highly enjoy the original. Um, part of my childhood, you know, definitely one of the scary moments in, in cinema for me, you know, growing up. And, and to be honest, if I watched this in the dark, I think I'd still be a no little bit nervous. Um, I didn't review the original before on my YouTube channel here, but uh, I didn't save the video, so most likely I will re-review the original once more, which I'm very excited for. But, let's just start out with the remake first, let's get that, get that out the way, and um, the Fox 2005, man, um, when I first saw it, I know a lot of people hate on it, even I hate on it too, but when I seen it the second time around, I kind of enjoyed it, you know, it wasn't bad of a movie as I thought it was, um, it's not better than, like I said, it's not better than the original, okay, so don't get the wrong deal, but I enjoy it for, for it as being as, as a simple ghost movie, you know, and our hero of this movie is pretty much hero, the guy from Smallville, Tom Welling, I think his name is. And he plays like a guy who um, runs a boat business and with his friend. And suddenly, as the movie progresses, you know, he meets up with his ex-girlfriend. And she comes back to town, you know. Um, she kind of have a fallout with her mom, you can just tell. You know, because her, her mom's like, I don't, I don't know how to describe the relationship, but I believe the mom has a kind of an on and off relationship with her daughter. That would it look like to me. Um... Meanwhile, you got like later on, and then when you suddenly see the fog appeared, as the movie progressed, where um when the guy the town was um the, his character, his partner who wants to boat business with him, um he ended up having a part on his boat with his friends, and the fog ended up killing him, killing them, except for one, which is the black guy, he ended up surviving. As the movie, like I said, as, as it progressed, once they started doing the investigation, um. They, they wonder if the black guy killed these people. Yeah, accused the black guy. Um, you also got scenes when Tom Wells, Tom, the character Tom Wells play his ex-girlfriend. Um, she ended up having flashbacks of the past, you know. And you can just tell how this, this movie is going that that these people on the boat end up dying. And, you know, I, I'm going to spoil it for you. I guess you people saw this movie so many times. Why not? Um... You know, meanwhile, you got like the fox suddenly gonna kill people, and um, it's, the kill scenes are not fast paced. The kill scenes are not like really all that as, as the original was. Um, but like I said, the, the, the way they have the fog, the creatures, they don't look um, like material, like like um, f 
physical like how you see in the original even though they're supposed to be ghosts of course but you know in the original they were more physical looking and this one they are more ghost looking and when it goes to the kill scenes you know it, like I say it's like ghostly kill scenes like um, but again a, a lot of people do not die in this movie a few people die but not a lot and when they do die it's not like really all that kind of death like one death scenes with the babysitter different from the original when the fox touched the old lady she ended up becoming a skeleton you know, with the black, with the this black um, fog then like going through her skin like, you know, and she turns to a skeleton, like a skull, like it just devours her flesh. Yeah, that's one death scene I can tell you about. But the death scenes are not like really all that in this movie. But mainly, you know, as the movie progresses, you know, and most of the clues are building in, you know, with Maggie Grace's character, who plays Tom's character's ex-girlfriend in the movie. Um, you know, she finds out that what what really went on in the town, what really happened, that the four men, kind of like the original, how they took how they took advantage of the people from the boat, you know, stole their stole they money and killed them, and um, so they won't get on the island. I, I think in the remake version, they had a disease also, plus plus the four founding fathers of the island, they don't want them coming to the island because they, the disease might affect their people too. But at the same time, they want to steal their money once they saw all that treasure. So they started butting them on the boat, and pretty much the people that died on the boat decided to come back for revenge. But it also has one little twist to it, too, also, because the leader of the ghosts, you know, they're coming for the revenge, the captain, I think I would say the captain, the owner of the ship, I, I would assume, yeah. Um, he wants his revenge, too, not only against the people that betrayed him or disrespected his contract, but also he wanted his, spoiler, 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 his former love back. I, who, 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 guess who she was, of course, the Maggie Grace's character, who's Tom Wells, character's ex-girlfriend in the movie, um, she was actually the guy's wife, you know, and she also died on the boat, and you know, I know a lot of people hate, hate the ending for this movie, not only the, I know a lot of people hate the movie, but I know a lot of people hate the ending the most, when, when you think the girl's gonna survive, but she had up going to the, to the ghost, and her body ended up becoming the reincarnated spirit of his wife, as her physical form ended up becoming a ghost form where she has to go back to her husband and it was kind of sad you know it was like you know you would think the the two the, the two former couples the someone's character Maggie Grace's character would get back together at the end of this movie but it never happened like that so there was no really happy ending for the two couples so was, yeah I know a lot of people got mad at that even I did though too but what is what it is um the fog to me like I said I enjoyed it I didn't thought it was bad um, it does have a replay value if you haven't seen the movie for a long time, or if you want to see the, or if you want to watch the original and compare it to the remake, in your own way. Um, I, I guess the movie have a little bit of replay value. I guess in my opinion, um, I say check the unrated version; it has a little bit more to it, and the deleted scenes are, are decent. So, besides that, yeah, try it out, check it out. I mean, you can see it online for free anyway. Netflix has it for streaming, so. So either way, if you don't want to spend a, a lot of cash for it, actually, I don't think it's this movie. It's not expensive to buy now, but I heard it is coming back on. I heard it is going to be a Blu-ray release for this movie actually, but there's a DVD release, the unbated version, which, which I presume you could get under like five dollars at least. Anyway, guys, peace and see you later.
everyone, it's me and Two Head. Happy Halloween coming up, October month. And if you haven't been checking, I've been doing the 31 Days of Horror. But in between, I'm still going to be me and still review some of the movies too. In between my 31 Days of Horror. So stay tuned to what I'm going to be talking about after too. Um, also, let me give a special shout out to Mr. Parker for talking about this movie. And um, if you haven't, if you've seen his latest, one of his latest video blog, he talked about the movie The Demon's Rook, a Rook, I would say. I forgot the title right. But um, if anybody, but, but let me just say, also subscribe to Mr. Parker because if you see these um, independent horror movies, let me take this one. When you see these independent horror movies on um, Amazon.com. And you don't know if they're good or bad because of how the front cover looks. And you spent $12 on them and you feel like once you get them, you're like, oh man, this movie was shitty. But the front cover looks good. So let me advise you, check out Mr. Parker because all those movies you see on Amazon.com and a lot of the independent horror movies in general. Especially the new ones, of course. Check out Mr. Parker because like I say, he's going to review like a lot of them. 95% he does review a lot of them. So trust me, you would want to check Mr. Parker's review out. You know, it could be a good a good review for them or a bad review. It doesn't matter. But you would want to check it out and check the trails on YouTube for them, too. Besides that, um, The Demon Rock was one of the movies he talked about. Um, I didn't see the full review of it because I, 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 when he was talking about it a little bit, I was like, okay, let me go check the trailer. I checked the post art for it, and it kind of fascinated me. I was like, okay, I'm kind of sold on it. So I decided, you know, wait a few days, and I decided to finally check it out today. And the Demon Rogue is truly is kind of like an Italian style movie with because of the zombie gore, zombie style, and um, the concept of the movie is pretty simple. You know, it's about this young boy. You know, um, he has a fa he has a family, and then he always have he have this demon that visit him. Later on, the demon comes by, visit him, pretty obvious, killed his parents, and the bo demon took the boy straight to hell, you know. Actually, he told the boy to jump to the pit of hell, actually. And then, years later, the the boy becomes a man, he comes out of hell, and while he comes out of hell, there was another demon that came out of hell. And later on in the movie, you find out there was three demons that came out, and um, one of the demons has to power, each demon has different powers, but one of the demons have powers to raise the dead, like create zombies or create monsters, and another demon, and you find out that she was a female demon, she has powers to multiply, like trick with your, play tricks with your mind, become a slave to her pretty much, and kill your fellow humans pretty much. And the third demon, he was like the lead demon, he was like the boss demon pretty much, and you don't see him too much until towards the end of the movie. Um, I, like again, I don't want to spoil this, this is one of, one of those brand new independent horror movies, so I want, I want to respect the director and not to ruin like endings or anything, so please forgive me, I don't want to like stretch out too much. Because I want you to buy this movie, you know. It's actually on video demand. I haven't came out on DVD yet. But, I, but actually, when you think about it, maybe with the popularity of this movie, hopefully there might be a collector's edition for a DVD release. Who knows? Because most independent horror movies really, really do release like a collector's edition with special features or so. So, you know, we got to wait and see in the future to see what Demon, if the Demons were going to have a real home market release instead of an online release. Um, I, I catch this one on Amazon.com. Vindu has what I looked on on, on um, the website. Um, Google Play has it too. YouTube has it also. Anyway, just to fast forward, these demons comes out and they pretty much wreak havoc in the town. You know, killing people with their with their slaves like zombie kills. Um, 
you know, and the zombie effects are really good. I like the zombie makeup. It's, it's really old school zombie makeup, zombie kill scenes, you know, how the zombie kill the humans, you know, biting them, ripping their intestines, old school special effects, man. And, you know, that's what we all miss in this in today's horror, you know, old school special effects. Your CGI may be good, it may be an easier way for you to cut the corners and stuff, but there's nothing like old school special effects in horror movies, people. Nothing like it. Because, you know, it's this good. You want that realistic realism feel to it, you know? Anyway, to fast forward, um, the man, later on the story, the man meet, meet up with the girl that he, his, the girl that he liked it when he was, when he was young, and he found out she grows up, her dad died from the zombies, and they came face to face while she was driving the car, and, um, when he came face to face, they started working together, as the movie progressed, um, the guy started telling the, the girl that he grew up with that, hey, I'm gonna let you know what happened to me. And he starts showing her what happened to him down in hell, who's this demon, how he trained him with his powers. And the demon warned him not to mess with these three balls to release like a, a three powerful demon into the world. And of course, that's what happened. And then once the flashback was over, they pretty much would have to go out of that house and fight to survive. Um, like I said, demons wreck havoc pretty much, you know, killing humans, you know, and humans killing humans too with the power of the second demon who plays tricks with people's minds to kill Shala, you know, make them like slaves. Um, one of the demons was one of the servants for the evil demon, and later on when the hero killed that demon, he brought that demon to life to become his slave now, and he gave him a command to kill, to look for the female demon and kill the zombies and stuff. Which you see a nice party scene, you know, with, getting, with people getting massacred and stuff. And cool rockabilly music too. Um, and then when you get your final conflict, you know, with the hero. And I was like I said, no spoiler, they fight the third demon. And uh, to be honest, I get kind of mad because the ending was like, really? What the fuck? Come on. But at the same time, it got a little nice twist to it, you know. I mean... Nothing new, but still, it got a little nice twist to it. And then you might want to stay tuned for the credits. When the credits roll up, you get your hidden twist ending also, which is kind of cool. Um, the movie's like 1 hour and 43 minutes, and that's not bad. That's pretty good, you know. For I paid $3.99. I paid for the standard version of it. So, you know, I actually got HD, but, you know, it's okay. But still, highly enjoyed The Demon's Rock. Check it out online. Hopefully, we get the home market release. Maybe it might contain more special features. And um, have a great upcoming Halloween soon. And eat a lot of pizza. I can say eat a lot of candy and popcorn. But, you know, when it comes to movie night, it's pizza for me. Get a pizza. Open it out. Hey, guys and gals. Today, I'll be talking about the... Really? Well, it might be an emergency after all because I'll be talking about the movie Evolution from 2001. And this movie I saw like a couple of times actually. I actually rented it on DVD and it's on the cable a few times. Um, um, actually, I like this movie. It's, it's like a comedy sci-fi movie with David Duchovny. Can't say his last name right, but he was he's Detective Mulder from X Files, right? And um, this movie has Julian Moore. Orlando Jones, the guy from the 7-Eleven commercial, that's 7-Eleven, 7-Up commercial, if I'm correct, I think it was 7-Up. Then you have um, Sean William Scott, one of his earlier roles and stuff. 
And this movie is about these scientists. They found this chemical, like this substance of a meteor, and they playing with it. One day, the meteor got robbed. I mean, the substance get stolen. They gated. They filed from the government, and they start playing around with it. And then, it, whatever comes in contact with it, it's kind of like ev- evolution. It's like evolution, like different creatures, different animals, you know. And um, later on, then the evolution start going out of control. They start coming out like crawling like underground from the mind, where like underneath the underground where the government's testing these creatures. Like that's how it was able to come out. And you get there to new character. And Orlando Jones' character, the two scientists, has to work together to, to find out what's going on and put a stop to the content, content, um, constant evolution of these creatures before they s- spread all over Earth, you know? And um, with the help of Sean William Scott and um, two guys, and of course the scientists, uh, played by Julian Moore, the female scientist who decided to go with them now since she realized that the government is a real prick after all. The they the, the place where she was working at. And I don't want to ruin too much. Because I want you guys to see this fucking movie. Because I feel like a lot of people don't talk about this movie enough. You know. I feel like it's so underrated. You know. In my opinion for some reason. Because. Because I don't I don't really see it too much. You know. Like on cable TV a lot as it used to be. And I feel, I feel like it's underrated. Because it's, it's such a good fucking movie actually. Heidi is a good comedy. So you got Dan Aykroyd who plays the governor. You know. You see him to- coming towards the end. But I love these creatures that come out evolutionized. You got like these different creatures, you know, very cute, you know, kind of like men in black type of creatures, you know. But I feel like these creatures are done well, well better in my opinion. You know, you got the primates. You know, I'm surprised they never did part two to this, you know. I mean, even though, even though the way it ended, no spoilers, but I feel like they could have done a sequel with this movie, you know. I could see this being a, a, like a, like David or Jurassic Park, you know, like, like, like how Jurassic Park had trilogies. This book had been like a sci-fi comedy trilogy, you know, like like for the fun of it. Why not? You know, but don't be surprised if Hollywood ever remakes this movie, which I don't think Hollywood will do a good job at it, because the movie is good as is, you know. But um, for anyway, let's get to the point. The scientist finds ways to stop these alien creatures from evolving, and especially for the final evolution, evolve evolving. Um, they found ways to stop it. And it's kind of funny how they what they got to use to stop these creatures and stop this once and for all before it spreads all over Earth, you know, before it affected it. Um, there are deaths. There are some deaths, but they, it was done, like, in comedy style, you know. So people do die from these creatures. I mean, come on. It's an alien invasion, you know. Um, yeah, Evolution 2001. I know I didn't went through deep details about the movie, but I think you get the point. Anyway. Peace, guys. See you later. And please check Evolution for 2001 out. Highly recommend it. Guys and gals, today I'll be talking about the movie Event Horizon. This is an old movie I saw back in the days, man. And um, this has to be one of the, the better, I would say, better sci-fi, horror, drama, suspense, thriller movies out there. Um, it isn't for everyone. Cause if, you, if you're one of those people that want fast-paced sci-fi horror like Aliens Part 2 for example this movie's not going to offer you that you got to take your time with this movie you know you got your drama suspense thriller and then when you get towards the end it builds up on the horror elements you know but I like this movie you know I kind of like the soundtrack for this movie 
even the intro and outro soundtrack too. I like the environment, how space looks, the spaceships, how it looks, you know. And it's pretty much one of those survival, sci-fi, drama, suspense, thriller, horror type of movie, like I said. You got this um, ship crew, right, doing a search and rescue mission when they found out about the single they got of another ship that needs help, pretty much. And the crew started listening to all this um, hellish sounds, you know. And um, so the crew gets kind of curious, like, okay, what's going on, you know. You got a doctor who's like one of the newest members of the crew that um, told them about what's the point of the search and rescue, about finding this ship and the crew. And he talks about this dimension portal or something, like from A to B. You know, show the crew member example. Um, as the movie progressed, you know, each of the crew members will come out, come through obstacles, you know, like, like, when they go through the Van Horizon ship, like, me like, um, mechanical issues, or some weird stuff going on, and they may be hearing things, and is it real, is it not pretty much? Um, like I said, I don't want to spoil too much, even though this is an old movie, but I feel like it's still an enjoyable movie, even though this is a movie you might want to see a couple of times, not like every time. You know, if you're more like an action straight up guy or horror guy, you might not want to see this movie every single time because you, cause you expect fast paced action or horror going on. But if you want to sit down and see a good science fiction movie, then this could be it for you. Um, but anyway, as the movie progressed, and when... When the captain of the ship played by Lars Fishburne, you know, he said, you know what, we gotta get out of the ship pretty much. Things are not right here, you know. The crew, the crew that was on the on the ship formerly is, is dead, it's pretty obvious, you know. And um, it's pretty much like, I would say that what this ship, Event Horizon, the ship, what they brought back was pretty much hell, pretty much. So you pretty much got like hell in the ship, like hell in space pretty much. They went to the portal of hell. That's what I think of it as. But um, as, as the movie progressed, you know, the crew members, you get your fast-paced horror elements when each of the crew members seeing things, they end up dying one by one, and it led to a point when you had to survive the, the life of the ship, pretty much. Um, you got Savini, who plays the doctor. He's more like the villain in the movie, you know, as he has his own agenda, and pretty much the ship probably, the ship it actually kind of took over him in a bit. And um, Lois Fishburne and a few survivors, we have to escape the ship, you know, and destroy the ship and destroy the life form that's actually on the ship too. Um, yeah, without revealing too much, I would say, but Event Horizon, I would say, definitely check it out. You know, if you like, if you very like, if you miss like the late '90s sci-fi sci-fi science fiction movie, how it was back then, uh, I say check it out. Like, the, I think it will not be a disappointment. Um, I heard Screen Factory or I think Shout Factory actually released it. It's going to release this on Blu-ray actually. So yeah, so definitely have an opportunity to check it out. Anyway, peace guys. See you later. Hey everyone, what's up guys and gals? Today we talk about a movie called Dolls, and this is like very classic to me. Um, this was one of the movies I grew up from my childhood, and I think it was from HBO when I first saw this movie. Um, also, just to let you know, Screen Factory is releasing this mo movie on Blu-ray with a lot of good special features. So, if anyone's interested in the Screen Factory version, go check it out. I think it's supposed to be out this week or next month if I'm corrected. I could be wrong, but it's, it's going to be released. 
But um, dolls, man. Uh, what I love about this movie is the special effects, especially with the dolls into action, like towards the end of the movie. But you know, the movie's pretty much about a, a family got caught stuck. They go into this house run by these two old people, and then later on, other guests comes into this house, like two punk girls, and one guy who have a heart of a child, like pretty much. They end up coming to the house and. They end up staying at night in this old man's and his old and his wife's house. Suddenly, people start dying one by one, and the little girl has this imagination that the dolls are alive, telling her parents about it, and the parents don't want to leave her pretty much. And I don't want to ruin too much, especially the ending. Like after the ending, moment was pretty epic, you know. Even though it's nothing new with the twist ending, how it is, but still, for this movie, I just thought it was. I'm um, sorry, this. I gotta control my hand motions, you know how it is. But you know how this movie is, you know, it, it has good moments, you know. Even though it's an easy movie to follow, it takes place in a house. So it, it wasn't like slow paced to me, it was pretty fast paced how the acting was going, you know, it wasn't bad. Um, this is of course one of Charles Band's all your work, you know. But I, I like when the movie develops. I like the how the dolls mister first you see them mysteriously, like you don't hardly see them as they're later they on towards the end, you find the dolls doing some kill scenes and then of course you get the end and you see all the dolls are doing like ready to be in attack mode and stuff and you know that's the way we, we develops of the father finds his woman dead and he blames the guy who has the heart of a child like he thought he killed this woman so you start having a fight scene between the excuse me between the two and then well I don't want to spoil too much but you know let's just say the angry dad got his his deserve pretty much what comes around goes around when you fought one of the dogs. Um, the ending was cute, you know. Um, of course, when it gets towards the credit scene, you see like an ending that could be a repetitive ending. Like, you know, what happened before is going to happen again, pretty much. And um, dolls, um, I thought the movie was good, but I think the doll special effects was great. The dolls, the dolls, there wasn't no puppet master looking doll, they were like old school vintage looking dolls. And of course, you could consider dolls to be like a pre pre-made, like the pre-sequel of, not sequel, pre, the pre-epilogue before math, like a before of Puppet Master, because remember Charles Band was a part of the production of this movie, so you can take it like, like Puppet Master, like Puppet Master Zibble, let's, let's put it like that, and you can see a little bit of Jester and Punch the doll, you can see a little bit of the Six Shooter doll with one of the cowboys who had the gun, you know, you can see a little pre pre zero, you know, Puppet Master Zero moment. You know, so this could probably this movie probably had open doors for Puppet Master, who knows? But um I think mean, great special effects, especially with the facial emotion of the dolls. I mean, very rare they don't do, do movies like this no more, you know, like very rare, you know, like old school style, all special effects making when it comes to horror, you know. But anyway, that's my opinion of the movie dolls. Hope you enjoy. Peace guys. See you later.